The Accounting Influencers Podcast. Cutting through the crap to bring you the very best interviews, insights and wisdom. From the planet's most influential people in the accounting and fintech world. The Accounting Influencers Podcast. And a big shout out to one of our special podcast partners, Dex.com. They wear receipt bank. They've been through a great rebound. There's a lot of great stuff going on there, Martin, isn't there, at Dex? You know what, Rob? I always speak to accounting firms about having a strong, uh, clearly articulated value proposition really early on in their messaging. You know, as soon as you see that firm, it tells you something. When I go to Dex.com, that's D-E-X-T.com, it says right in front of me, we make accountants and bookkeepers and the businesses you advise more productive, profitable, and powerful with better data and insights. Those three alliterative P's there, productive, profitable, and powerful. What a great, clear value proposition. So, as accounting practitioners listening to this, if you're looking to make your firm more productive, profitable, and powerful, not just for you, but for the businesses you advise, go to dext.com, that's D-E-X-T, dot com and start a free trial or book a demo love that dex gives you more time and better data to advise on your clients businesses so your accountants get over to dex.com thank you this is our thursday episode of the accounting influencers podcast and that means practical time here's what works being really pragmatic and giving you the lowdown on key skills and attributes that you as accounting practitioners out there in the workplace talking to clients, talking to colleagues, talking to strategic partners, talking to vendors, people trying to sell you things and people endeavoring to buy things from you. What do you need to succeed? And we spoke last week about executive presence and I shared with you a couple of traits, attributes, skills that you should be developing. One was to cut out the non-words, like, you know, kind of, I mean, I think, sort of, maybe, perhaps, um, so that you're much more punchy with your message and every word counts. The second thing I suggested to you that really works with developing executive presence is to be really clear on your message and be intentional, be purposeful. And the phrase I gave you was, why use a policeman in an automobile when a cop in a car will do? One's much more punchy and impactful because you get to the point and you don't dither and you don't waffle and you don't mess about with long words and you don't take 100 words when 50 will do. So continuing with the theme of executive presence today, Let's just remind ourselves what executive presence is. It's that gravitas, that depth of personality, that weight of voice. And you can picture people right now, you know, that have that kind of presence. They walk into a room and people take notice. Uh, People sit up. People almost straighten their shoulders a little bit and, and they're on their best behavior. They pay attention. And we are in a fight for attention. In an attention deficit world is what I'm trying to say. Attention is at a premium. We have an intolerance for people that dither and do not get to the point. So executive presence comes out and you've been a leader, been influential, and there's lots to learn about executive presence. It is coachable, it is teachable, it is learnable. You're not just born with it. It's a combination of style and substance and character and lots of different facets. I wanna share with you today what works on how your executive presence manifests itself. So you understand this term a little bit more. When we understand something, we can become it, we can adopt it more, we can be more mindful of it. So first, your executive presence comes out in this word gravitas, which is how you act. And that's your conduct, your behavior, your poise, your posture. It comes from an inner confidence, and I'll talk about confidence perhaps a little bit later, but confidence in your own abilities and your own knowledge 
this all dictates how you act. And we've spoken before about imposter syndrome, haven't we? We will come back to this. It's a recurring theme with accountants that have proximity bias. Proximity bias is when you get so close to what you do, you lose sight of how important it is or how smart you are, how intelligent you are, how much you make a difference. And accountants as a breed, technically super smart. And I'm a part qualified accountant. I, I started a degree in accounting. I have a diploma in accounting. So I understand a little bit of the super smart technical requirements of being a, an accountancy professional. But these are super smart people. So there is this case of, am I good enough? You're talking to smart clients. So you feel you've got to have all the answers. Can I cope in this job? Knowledge is not enough. You've got to have a blend of skills and, and gravitas comes into this, this how you act thing. So a certain amount of confidence uh, is described as grace under fire. You may have heard that phrase, staying calm in high pressure situations, being able to hold your head to see the bigger picture. And you respect people that come across as a little bit more serious and intelligent, not frivolous, not jokey, not playing things down, understanding the weight of things, but not getting too carried away. So when we think gravitas and how you act, we think weight, seriousness, uh, being solemn, dignified, important. Gravitas, it denotes a certain substance, depth of personality, weight of voice that elicits a, a feeling of respect, trust, calmness, safe pair of hands. Charisma is part of that, but it's not often being extrovert. You can have introverts with a high amount of gravitas because you know they don't open their mouth a lot they're not the star of the show but when they do speak it counts so we're talking about presence and, and we know when someone has it when they don't but you can develop this you can develop this aura so executive presence manifests as gravitas which is how you act it also manifests as communication which is how you speak how you present and research tells us that a, a fast, high-pitched voice is not conducive to an executive presence. I'm exaggerating there. But the faster you speak, the less seriously you are taken. Good politicians speak more slowly. You get some celebrities that speak fast, but I'm talking about politicians here and people with that gravitas that have a lot riding on what they are saying. Actors, a lot of celebrities just have to deliver a performance. Politicians are public servants. And you as accountants, you're acting as trusted advisors. So speaking in a high-pitched tone with a lot of fast words is not conducive to executive presence. It doesn't command a huge amount of respect. It doesn't exude gravitas. We strive to be a little lower in our voice, even you ladies listening. Uh, I'm not saying don't be feminine, and I'm not even saying don't try to be more masculine, but you can certainly speak more slowly with a slightly deeper, richer tone to your voice that commands respect. So be a little bit more measured, more weighted, more considered. And research tells us that that tends to be more emphatic, more readily received, and, and even more punchier. We know you've got the knowledge. We know you can deliver vast amounts of knowledge. We know you could go deep in certain topics. But you've got to, in your communication, deliver this in a way that's concise so you're not wasting your words and you don't feel the need to speak fast with short attention spans and try and get a million words into a, a minute. The average amount of words people speak in a minute is between 100 and 150, maybe 200 if you're too fast. People with gravitas will get that below 100, maybe even 70, 80, 90 words in a minute. So they're slow, they're measured. And we know attention spans are brief, patience is in short supply. So you've got to choose your words carefully. 
haven't you, when you communicate? It's not just how you speak, but the words that you say. So don't waste your words. And whether you're delivering a speech or putting your hand up in a meeting or talking to a client, you've got to show that every word you say counts and it adds value in a way that is both compelling and brief and it's worth listening to. So that's the second. We've got gravitas in executive presence. That's how you act. We've got communication, which is how you speak. And the third dimension is appearance, which is how you look. You won't be surprised to know, you like knowledge this in people you know have executive presence, that the way you look counts for something. You can't rock up, you can't show up dressed casually, um, unless you're in that casual situation, in which case your clothes have got to be absolutely spot on casual. You've got to think about your clothing, your grooming, your fitness, your health, your look, uh, this aura that you exude, because even before you open your mouth, people are judging you. They judge the way you walk, the, the way you dress. They judge your business card. They judge the car you drive. They judge your accessories, your case, your bag, your hair. Even on a subconscious level, they're making perceptions and opinions about you very, very quickly. And they're thinking, do I like you? Do I not? Do I rate you? Do I not? And a lot of this comes from visual presentation. So you've got to look the part. Now, admittedly, in COVID times, we're not all about wearing a tie these days and, and dressing up to the nines, as we say. But we still need to look smart. We still need to look business-like, not too casual. I know the hoodies coming back in, sweatshirts are coming back in, we're in a Zoom world. But when you're in positions where you need to exude a little bit of confidence and a little bit of gravitas, think about your actions and your behavior. Think about your communications, your tone of voice, your words that you use, and think about your appearance, how you look. That is what works with executive presence. Think about those things in your accounting and FinTech role and see what you can do to up your game Remember, this is all coachable. All of this can be learned. It's developed over time. I'll look at the people that have got it, modify what you're doing to embrace some of their qualities. And before you know it, you will start to exude this confidence, this gravitas, this executive presence, which will give you more influence, more depth of personality, more character. Now go out there and do it. <laughs>